the Millennium Alliance is thrilled to present our Marketing Innovator of the Year Award. This has obviously been such a crucial year or year and a half now of uh, innovation and technology. And as you've likely seen, we, we've had so many fantastic executives that were nominated for these awards and, and we're lucky to be working with each and every one of you. But of course, there could only be one winner. So I am here with him today. We are joined by Kevin Miller, the winner of our Innovator of the Year Award. Now, Kevin has a 30-year track record leading marketing and advertising organizations for Fortune 100 companies, and he currently serves as CMO of the Fresh Market. And before this, he was CMO of Natural Grocers, and he is known for his ability to analyze data, create novel solutions, and build high-performing teams that deliver superior results. So, Kevin, we are so lucky to have you here. Thank you, and congratulations. Well, thank you, Kara. I am thrilled to have this wonderful trophy. I want to thank the Millennium Alliance for this very, very prestigious award. It's a great honor to receive it. You know, what makes the MA Award so special is that unlike some other marketing or advertising awards, where you had to throw your hat in the ring to be considered, this award was selected without submission, case studies, credentials, or interview. What that means to me is that MA's distinguished panel of industry legends, leaders, and experts, they just looked at the work and the work stood out. And we all know not one person ever creates the work. It is a combination of a lot of folks, not only in the marketing department, but across the entire organization. So on behalf of the greatest marketing team in all the seven kingdoms, the Fresh Market brand, our team members, and my boss, Jason Potter, who happens to be the best CEO in America, who inspires me and empowers us every day. Thank you. Well, Kevin, I want to dive deep into uh, some of the projects and the initiatives that you've been working on at Fresh Market. And one of the first things, which is a more recent project, is a magazine that you have launched um, at the Fresh Market. Can you share with us what led your team down this path and, and how it's impacted the business? Sure. So when I got to the uh, Fresh Market last May, I realized that the Fresh Market had a great brand and a great story to tell but we weren't, we weren't telling it. Our ad awareness was very low and our advertising and media presence across all channels was almost non-existent as was our ad budget. We had to innovate fast and show up, not just in a few places, but in a lot of places and meet our customers where they were. With the pandemic raging where they were was in their homes. And what was clear was that our brand story was so rich and powerful. One type of media couldn't possibly tell the complete story and very few, if any, could bring the magic and the specialness and the experience of discovery that our guests cherish in shopping at the Fresh Market. So I felt that we had a once in a generational opportunity to tell our story and reach our customers in their homes by creating a one of the kind best food magazine ever. Not a grocery flyer, full, but a full color editorial and content driven high-end magazine of 40 pages or more 
that would be omnipresent in our guests' kitchens, like any other high-end food publication like Gourmet, Sunset, Food and Wine, etc. We wanted the magazine to be so good that you'd have to wear a lobster bib to read it, and that you'd have to lick your fingers after turning every page. I challenged my team to make reading the magazine experience come as close as possible to like shopping the actual store experience, to think outside the box and innovate, and they did. TFN the magazine is a huge success with our customers, and we publish it once a month with over a 1 million household circulation to our guests around our stores. We see an immediate sales impact and traffic increase when the store when the magazines are delivered to their homes. And we see our customers walking into the store shopping with them in their hand. How does the magazine fit into a digital innovation? Ha, huh. glad you asked that question. It serves as our primary exclusive original content engine that feeds the best produced, best written, photographed, well-coordinated brand storytelling and messaging in the business. I have a couple examples of the magazine here. If you haven't seen it before, it's a beautifully produced 40 pages of the most spectacular photography, food content, and it's integrated with QR codes in order for our customers to immediately connect to our e-commerce platform. In many cases, when they bring the magazines in the stores, they ask the team members who are in the magazine to autograph it. We're talking about customer and employee engagement. And we've had some of the world's best chefs like Marcus Samuelson of Red Rooster fame. Where's Marcus? Come to me, Marcus. I should have a tab on that. A Red Rooster fame one of the world's most famous chefs. We feature them every month in the magazine and they line up because they wanna be a part of this Epicurean, fantastic experience. Definitely not a grocery brochure. And now so, I'm hungry. <laughs> where's your lobster bib? Your lobster yeah. bib. <laughs> and we, we, we had a panel earlier this morning about being a digital first business. And that was one of the things I was hoping that you would touch upon is, um, you know, retail's over-reliance on, on digital marketing. Is it about going back to basics? Um, I don't know if there is an over-reliance of digital marketing. I do know that it gets the lion's share of attention from everyone in the business and in boardrooms. Right. No, the key is to be omni-channel, Kara, mm. to be where your customers are. Sure. If they, if they are your customers, then you need to reach them in the ways that will make them want to tune in versus tune off. That means the first thing you need to do, as any good marketer would, and to paraphrase Sun Tzu in the art of war, the first thing you need to do is to know your customers better than you know yourself. There's so many great tools and sophisticated journey mapping, AI, machine learning, and other data to help with this. However, some things just make sense for your brand and your customer at the moment. So creating such a wonderful print experience that was in home where all our customers were 
was a generational opportunity and one where there's basically no clutter because most businesses are, are moving away from print. So we aren't competing for the customer's eyeballs on uber cluttered environments. With this magazine in the home, we are inviting them to carve out some special one-on-one -on -one time with us through the magazine. Where, you know, whether <laughs> we're asking them, we don't really want, you know, we're not really asking our customers to look at a 30 second TV ad, a pre-roll video, or that only, you know, registers for three seconds before you skip it, or a tiny little one-by-one -one display ad in a mobile app, Waze or Candy Crush. That's, our brand is too big for that. So what we do by delivering this wonderful magazine to the homes is our customers spend 15 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, snuggled up on the couch in their favorite section of the couch with a cup of coffee. They put down their iPads. They turn off the TV and they have a wonderful journey with the magazine with the QR codes integration like they would if they were shopping. How do I know this? I see my wife do it every month <laughs> and nothing <laughs> stops her. When that magazine comes in, she stops what she's doing. She stops, she gets in the corner, she puts down her iPad and she goes through this and then she says, I, I now know what I'm gonna be ordering for the next 30 days. All right, so that's just gold guys. And that's <laughs> now this might um, touch on a little bit about what you're talking about, the coziness of your, of your customers. And I, I wanna kind of switch gears here to brand purpose, um, such a big buzzword right now. And so I'm, I'm curious to hear about the Fresh Market's uh, key values or, or, or your mission and, and how you're really tying that into your marketing strategy. Oh, absolutely. And I'm thrilled that I'm getting a chance to talk this long about the Fresh Market. So thank you. You know, our mission is to become one of America's most loved brands. We get through there through impeccable, and that's at the top of our strategic pyramid. That is our North Star that drives everything we do. It's so interesting, too, because you know, our CEO is an operator, you know, and so when I was, you know, interviewing with him and I, I looked at him and his vision was to be, was brand oriented to start right? And it had the word love in it. I was like, man, I can't wait. <laughs> you know, this would be really a cool job. And so that's our vision to become one of America's most loved brands, even though we're not America's largest brand, but we want to become America's most loved. And that's through impeccable guest service, a culture of diversity, inclusion, and equality, and a reputation for the highest quality fresh food from around the world. I took that and I built and organized a marketing organization around that strategy and around that vision and uh, so that we can deliver on our, on our mission and our vision. So we are not a place for stocking up. We're not a place to come buy your toilet paper, although we have some, or your commodity grocery products. Our brand simply stated is about food, folks, and fun. Importantly, of course, the highest quality and impeccable guest service is paramount to our guests, like it would be for any retailer. But equally for the fresh market, the experience of shopping at our stores is equally as important to our customers. And the connective tissue for bringing 
both these two elements together seamlessly is our ability to tell the best stories in the business. And one of the best platforms for telling the right stories to the right people at the right time and in the right way is, of course, through our digital innovation efforts. Sure. I look forward to the day that we don't have to bring up COVID and and how it's impacting businesses. But I am curious. Um, I assume this has really impacted buying behavior. And so especially as a grocer, you know, what, what are some of the changes that you've noticed over the past few months, past six months? Um, what have you been seeing? Yeah, well, you know, of course, uh, the last six months, which would go back to, you know, that March, April timeframe, that means that all grocery retailers are having to lap the inflated results from the peak COVID period, like in 2020. Um, however, you know, we've been holding our own. And our, the numbers we look at internally suggest that we're probably doing a, a bit better than the grocery industry as a whole. And that's, that's very encouraging to us. So we, we feel, you know, the strategy that I just articulated and the way we're executing it is, is, uh, is working. It's our brand DNA is what differentiates us in the marketplace. And, uh, and, it's, and, and it's, you know, it's where we need to be. So we're seeing some, some good results. Sure. And so are you able to share a bit about your e-commerce strategy and, and maybe the differences of what it looked like before COVID versus now? Um, what are you seeing or sure. doing? <laughs> sure, sure. I feel like I'm Colonel Sanders and I'm telling you that I got 11 herbs and spices. But I want to tell you exactly the recipe, of exactly how we mix all this stuff up. But I'm happy to share some. All right. So um, last year during COVID, we had just launched Instacart prior to COVID, literally like a month or two before. So we were just beginning to do delivery. And then COVID hit. Obviously, the demand caused it to ramp up, you know, 500, 600, 700%. Uh, we weren't doing pickup or curbside at that time and had really very little experience in e-commerce. Uh, and then um, we began in early March, April timeframe to roll out uh, curbside because that became a more, obviously a highly more important segment of the e-com uh, stratosphere uh, universe. And, um, and we were just, uh, we were just like, you know, doing the best we could. We were dealing with, you know, trying to be safe uh, in stores and with the rushes and the shortages and the safety of our, you know, of our customers and our teammates, we were the first national grocery chain to require masks of our customers and, and our, and our crew. And that really got us a lot of credit. Uh, along the way though, we had to figure out this curbside thing and the delivery thing that was new to us. So we rolled out, um, pickup, uh, curbside with Instacart. The problem was that we were giving really bad service to our customers. The Instacart pickers didn't know our stores. Our stores are very unique in terms of how they're laid out. The products are more specialty, you know, hard to find. Um, and we had no experience ourselves operationally with dealing with a bunch of pickers in our store while we're trying to deal with COVID. So it was a little rough, but we did know that, uh, you know, we did know that we had to do something because the peak holiday season was coming up. 
Um, and so we really, you know, kind of doubled down and, uh, and, uh, and we made some, we got together with Instacart and said, Hey, look, what can we do to really improve this service? Um, and we and improve the app. And, and so we switched to uh, fresh market. We now pick our own food. So we only use Instacart, uh, their technology. And we create a, a program called the friendliest curbside experience in America, uh, where we have dedicated personal shoppers. We've empowered them with more mobile equipment to be able to communicate directly with the shoppers and their journey to the store when they arrive at the store. Uh, we have a guarantee, 100% guarantee of our curbside service of any products or items that you shop. We have both the personal shopper and the store manager sign off like a little affidavit note to the customer that everything is correct in their bag. Um, and then we surprise and delight our customers. So we, we built this because, again, our experience is so unique and impeccable. We have such a high experiential bar that our customers expect from us, we had to make that come through in curbside as well. And, uh, and so our, our personal shoppers are allowed to give, they're empowered to give the shoppers on a hot day a bottle of water for free or, you know, a banana during the holiday season. We wanted to make it very special. So we had fully costumed out Santa Clauses that were the curbside shoppers that brought to the customers and their children. Santa Claus brought them their curbside orders, huge hit. Then the Easter Bunny during the Easter, the, for the week before Easter, Easter Bunny delivered the, the uh, curbside orders and customers went through the roof and love that. And we're seeing all our numbers are, have improved dramatically in terms of performance. You know, our accuracy rates way up, our time waiting is way down, customer satisfaction scores are up and our overall curbside and, and, and business is way up. And, uh, and then starting Monday, we just announced today that starting Monday, the friendliest curbside experience in America is going to get even friendlier and sweeter. So on Mondays, there will be free chocolate for every curbside order at the Fresh Market in all our 160 stores. You've That's heard it here our... first. <laughs> <laughs> and not pre excuse me, premium chocolate like Himalaya sea salt and chocolate. <laughs> So the curbside service at the Fresh Market just got sweet. And that's just building upon the friendliest curbside experience in America platform. I will have to announce that, you know, we were recognized by Winsight Grocer Business, which is one of the big grocery trades, that the friendliest curbside experience in America was, was recognized as one of the top 10 innovations in all the food service retails, not just grocery, but restaurants and commissaries and everything. So that reinvention and reimagination of, of grocery pickup was one of the key responses to COVID. But we had to do it again, tailored to our customer, our brand, our experience, our DNA. Sure. So you have a lot of new uh, initiatives rolling out. I'm curious as we're approaching Q4, um, what are your team's top priorities that, that you're really thinking about? Yeah. It'd be nice to say we're innovating with everything, but, you know, Q4 in the grocery business is, you know, that's the Super Bowl. So Crazy we're time. <laughs> we got to sell a lot of turkeys, <laughs> a lot of Christmas dinner. So, look, you know, we, uh, we had a terrific holiday season last year. We set our, like, all-time records for 
the holiday season. So our number one priority is that is that we have to do better than last year, you know, and uh, we have to super serve our customers. We did a lot of things right last year. We asked our customers, we do research. And so we asked them ahead of time, you know, what do you, you know, what do you think your Christmas holiday shopping season, what are you going to need? What are your entertainment plans? What sizes, what type of products? So we have a really good idea. And then last year when we asked them in the summer, we knew ahead of time because it was COVID that there'd be a lot smaller um, groups and gatherings. And so we, instead of meals for six or eight, we made a lot of meals for two. Um, so we were again, empowered with our customer data. We're gonna give them what they want. We're gonna give them impeccable guest service. And, um, and we're gonna you know, increase our, uh, our focus on engaging our customers through, we've got some new digital platforms and networks and um, influencer groups. And we're, we're basically kind of doing everything. And uh, so we're really excited about it. And, um, and breaking news again, although maybe not so breaking, we're on target to uh, launch our first loyalty program uh, of the, of, for, we've been in business for 40 years. And this will be our first loyalty program ever for the fresh market in Q4. And uh, more, more details on that, stay tuned. Great. Well, we have the inside scoop here from you, Kevin. And <laughs> I don't know about everyone else, but I'm going to get some lunch after this, after this conversation. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, Kevin, any as, as we're closing out this session, any closing thoughts or things that our folks, um, our marketing executives in the room today should be thinking about going forward? Any closing thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I always start with the customer. We all know that. You know, really understand those customers. And they have a lot of different you know, things they're doing these days, right? And a lot of different platforms and stuff. So you got to, you know, find out where they are and then be, you know, and, and kind of try to find the, the differentiated beachfront uh, platforms that where you can stand out and not be so cluttered. And then just be innovative in terms of how you're communicating um, to the customer so that, again, they want to tune in, not tune out. Uh, don't be, don't, don't be hesitant, you know, big ideas always are what you have to go after in this business, you know, and then make sure you can measure the impact and, uh, you know, test and learn and, uh, and you'd be surprised and don't forget the fundamentals. And it's, it was so interesting that something like print could be so dynamic. That magazine even shows up in our customer engage in our employee engagement surveys where we ask them, you know, what do they like, what they don't like, and they, they say that magazine makes them very proud. Mm -hmm. you know, so if you really deliver, you know, on the consumer promise with your brand, you know, then it creates, uh, you know, that emotional love. And that's how, you know, that's how we're trying to become America's most loved brand by, you know, really surprising, delighting our customers, knowing our customers and going that extra mile so that they love us. So, you know, get that brand love going. Great. Well, on that note, I think we are ready to close out here. So Kevin, thank you so much for joining. It was great to hear some of your insight and, and what the Fresh Market has going on. Thank you for joining this. We are honored to have you here as our innovator of the year. So uh, thank you. And we can't wait to see what's next for you and the Fresh Market. Yeah, we have to keep this thing going, man. So that, you know, we'll be in the running next year too. There you go. Right. Thanks, <laughs> And thank pleasure. you all.
Thanks for listening. Subscribe to Millennium Live to listen and learn on life and leadership.